You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, episode 64. I challenge all you guys as you're looking at your game is as whatever it is you're doing, especially from a sales perspective, and this is where I learned this, is the times I didn't feel like making a cold call in my career, every time that I got past that fear and did it, success happened, right? If I didn't want to go talk to that big CEO in a room, Every time I did it, something happened, right? So it's every time that fear pops up, it's just the universe saying, hey, we're just going to test you right here, see if you got it. Are you going to meet me or are you going to run like hell, right? So every time that fear pops up, run straight at it because that's when all the good stuff happens. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, Take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Welcome to the Star Coach Show for our final episode of 2017. It is lovely to have you here, and I hope as the year has progressed and you have heard different shows around different coaching skills and tools that you can use, different ideas around business building and marketing and tools and techniques that you might use that each and every show has been helpful for you to continue to grow in your coaching. So we're going to round out the year today with a show around marketing and knowing that that is a potential challenge for some of us, but also that as we go into a new year and we want to create the kind of business success that will make 2018 a successful year, we can benefit from learning from sales professionals. Now, our guest today is Donnie Bovine. Donnie has a military background and then a sales background once he came out of the military. And he's going to give us some tips about ways that we can present in a non-salesy way to connect with our market and some strategies that you might want to employ to be successful in this coming year. Now, Donnie is an entrepreneur, a success coach, and a keynote speaker. He has over 18 years experience motivating and inspiring thousands of people to get out of their own way and to succeed in life and in business. He's known as the go-to coach for helping people achieve higher levels of success by discovering their passions and then teaching them how to go for it. And in today's interview, we just have a good talk about some specific strategies that you can apply as you think about how to get into some more comfort around marketing and connecting with your audience. So let's go to our interview with Donnie Bovine. I want to welcome Donnie Bovine to the show. Donnie, welcome to the Star Coach Show. It's great to have you here. Hey, girl. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Excited Excited to have you here. And ironically, I met Donnie shortly after Veterans Day. And Donnie is a vet, is, is a Marine, and is now in a business that is a little different than that. So 
First of all, thank you for our, your service to our country. And my honor, my honor. why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you're doing now? Well, thank you for that. I'm glad you told him I'm a Marine. So if something salty slips out of my mouth, I completely apologize. It, it'll be an accident, I promise. So, so for 18 years, I've uh, been a, a straight commission sales guy, which means I had to eat what I killed on a regular basis. And it was really recently, just a couple months ago, where I was in a meeting. A gentleman asked a particular question to the room. And the question he asked is, can you put your company before yourself? And I'm sitting in a room full of, of prospects. And when he asked that question, I audibly said no. And I went, oh, crap. As I looked around the room trying to cover it up. <laughs> I didn't mean to let that slip. Yeah, yeah, that was that was one of those Freudians, right? Uh, I went home to that, my wife that night and said, babe, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep making other people rich. So I went out on my own. And, you know, one of the things I discovered is I talked to a lot of friends, a lot of clients and, and the likes and said, you know, guys, when you think of me, what is that skill set you think I have? Because I was just really curious what other people thought. And they said, you know, Donnie, your greatest asset is really hitting people between the eyes with a two by four is what some people have coined the phrase on me is that jarhead gentle nature where I can be very direct, kind of poke holes in people's stuff. And I'm really helping people being a success coach, which means I'm helping people get out of their own way and go for it. Some of my clients, uh, one of them, she coined a cool phrase also. She said, I really just take the people who have that it factor and just help them go for it. This is what I find in all walks of life is people um, have a passion and drive, but either A, they don't know how to go for it, or B, they are knowing how to go for it, but something's getting in the way. Some sort of head trash is blocking them, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or C, they're trying to go big and loud and they're just all over the place. So they're kind of shotgun a marketplace. So with a lot of my clients, some of it's getting them laser focused on tasks. Some of them's getting them out of their own way. And for some of them, it's, it's just being the guy in the corner going, dude, you got this. Let's keep running. Okay. So when you work with coaches to create clarity around their business and to maybe make marketing not as scary, and and I think we both know that coaches love to coach. Coaches don't necessarily love to market. So what are some things that you might recommend to create some flow in sales, marketing, and still stay authentic to who you are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing that I find with a lot of coaches is they're damn good at what they do. They just suck when it comes to the sales side of things or the marketing side of things. So so the biggest thing that I would tell them is get consistent and, and get a regiment. Consistency in your game will allow you to get through the stuff when you don't feel like doing it. So, so if you're going to do social media, get consistent on social media, put together a schedule and don't miss it. If you're going to do networking, get consistent with your networking and put a process to it. The more you have processes, more you have checks and balances along the way, the more distinct you can get with, with your business and what you're trying to do. But in this day and age, you know, going away is a day of that hardcore closer, the, the grease ball, you know, buy today, price is going up tomorrow, all that kind of stuff. So not only do you need to get good and really good at networking, you need to get really good at the social game and really start getting your voice out there. So people can find you because in this day and age, when people are looking for a coach, they're asking their friends, right? They're, they're asking them who they use, but then they're going in and they're doing the research. No matter if you're on social media or not, that is telling a story. Right. So mm-hmm. if someone goes and checks you out and you're not out there putting out content for them on a regular basis, they have no idea how to read you. 
right? And no idea if they can connect with you. So if if you're going to get in the game, get in, get consistent as hell, and and just stay in there. I mean, just for example, every day my morning starts off with an article I write. I then do an audio recording of that article. I then turn that little article into a, a meme that goes out on Instagram and Facebook. I then take that article, goes on my blog and Medium. And then it goes out on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. And that's how every day starts for me, plus with some personal journaling. And what I found is being a coach, you're kind of all over the place sometimes, you know, because you're chief bottle washer and everything else. So by putting that consistent regimen in there, it's allowed me to get control of my business and allows me to work on the business and not in the business. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. So every single day, you're A, crafting a message that you want your audience to hear, and then you're repurposing it several different ways to get it into the hands and into the ears and in front of the eyes of the people that you want to work with so that they understand what the message is that you're delivering. They can determine if that message resonates with them. And then I would assume, and I shouldn't, but but that you probably have some call to action that's attached to that as well. Yeah. So right now for me, it's a call to action is I'm, I'm a completely offensive campaign right now. So this mm-hmm. is 100% awareness for me right now. Mm-hmm. You know, when I get to a, a couple months down the road, when I have a little bit more handle on my world, then the call to action will be more focused on go download my ebook or, you know, follow me on this or, 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 you know, sign up for my newsletter, something more tangible. Mm-hmm. But right now it is about creating the fans. So uh, creating, so the people are like, oh, what does Donnie have to say today? Exactly. You just want to exactly. get in front of people right now, which exactly. is a great strategy, particularly for those of you who are brand new or, or coming out of your certification program or whatever you're doing and you're trying to get in front of your audience, you're creating a brand right now. You're Absolutely. creating, you're building yourself as an expert in the space. Yeah. And in addition to that, I'm doing what I tell a lot of my clients to is I'm going big and loud. And what I mean by that is, is it's a regimented campaign, but I'm doing the things that scare the, cr- the crap out of me. You see that I'm trying to clean that up, <laughs> you know. So I'm doing live Facebook. I'm doing live, you know, the Instagram stuff. I'm trying to do video on LinkedIn. So I'm really heavily focused on if it scares me. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And I and I challenge all of you guys as you're looking at your game is as whatever it is you're doing, especially from a sales perspective. And this is where I learned this is the times I didn't feel like making a cold call in my career. Every time that I got past that fear and did it, success happened, right? If I didn't want to go talk to that big CEO in a room, every time I did it, something happened, right? So it's every time that fear pops up, it's just the universe saying, hey, we're just going to test you right here, see if you got it. Are you going to meet me or are you going to run like hell, right? So so every time that fear pops up, run straight at it because that's when all the good stuff happens. Face those fears and look them in the eye and see, see what comes out of that. So when you work with coaches, what are some examples that you have for maybe some struggles that coaches you've worked with have faced and what you've helped them leverage? I think a lot of times coaches really struggle with what is their message or how do they talk to somebody when they're out networking? How do they really tell somebody else what they're doing? And what I tell you is quit overthinking it, right? You don't need a canned 30 second commercial. You don't need, you know, some cool quit, you know, vibe whatever else these gurus are trying to tell you today, just go have damn conversations with people, get to know them, right? Figure out what they do. 
you know, like in networking, if you go and actually do what networking is meant to be, which is growing other people's businesses, if you focus on growing other people's businesses, it'll completely change the landscape of your business. But most of the coaches that I find that are out in the marketplace are the ones that I've worked with. When they come to me, it's usually kind of some dire strait a lot of times. Their business is not growing fast enough. They're not bringing in enough revenue. And we start diving into their business. And what we find is their pipeline sucks. You know, it's full of things that shouldn't be in there in the first place. Um, we find that their outbound activities are nil or none. So we start having to change those dynamics up. And, you know, for a lot of them, it's just getting consistent. How many conversations are you getting into on a regular basis? You know, with people who you can go help grow their business or could possibly be prospects of yours. How many speaking engagements are you getting, right? Are you getting in front of the right rooms and talking to the right people? How many of your clients are you actually firing? And that's the one that freaks out most people is, oh God, I need every bit of revenue I can get. Why would I fire anybody? Well, those ones that aren't, you can't help are, are really not good clients for you. Those are just dragging down your business as a whole in general. So, but, but really, it's, it's about getting your business and changing your mindset to you're a salesperson first. You just happen to be a coach sec- second. And if you don't get that mindset, you're going to be in a lot of trouble because until you've made it, which is, could be a long process for some people. Until you've made it, you've got to be the person out kicking tires, shaking trees, and just being out and interacting with people so you can run a successful business. But if you're sitting back just hoping that the world's going to come to you, it's never going to happen, right? So go big and loud. Do those things and, and really get after it. It's interesting what you had just said about firing clients. I, I just, just prior to getting on this interview with you, I was doing a mentor session with a brand new coach and I was sharing sharing with him that part of the strategy session or the exploratory session or whatever you might want to call when you're visiting with somebody to see if they might want your services is determining if you're a good fit for them, but also if they're a good fit for you. And just because somebody is moving, breathing and has money in their (laughs) wallet does not necessarily mean that they're the ideal client for you. So it's, it's a give and take. And if in fact you are working with somebody that isn't a good fit and you can't help them create extraordinary results. Is that really the kind of business that you want within your business? Because is it going to create the kinds of results that are going to bring more clients into your business? And it's hard. It's hard as a brand new coach to say, I'm sorry, you're not the client for me or I'm not the coach for you. But in fact, it's something well, well worth it in your business to really be clear in that focus. And you talk talked about creating a clear focus. What are some of the things that you recommend in being focused and creating that clarity around who you are as a as a professional coach? Well, I like how you said uh, you know around who you are cuz that's huge. If if you don't know yourself, you can't help anybody else out. You know, and one of the, the phrases I love is, and I'm, this has been used in self-help stuff for years, but they, you know, the stewardess tells you to put your oxygen mask on first before you can, you know, your kids or loved mm-hmm. ones or anything else. And it goes back to, if you can't help yourself, you can't help anybody else out first. So when you were talking about, you know, make sure you get the right clients, I love telling people to, to go at that prospect and try to disqualify them. When you sit across from focus more on disqualifying them because then they'll fight more to qualify themselves, right? But if you tell somebody, hey, I'm not really sure that you want to go for greatness or I'm not really sure you want to do X, Y, and Z, see how they respond and handle that conversation and odds are they may fight back for you. 
right? Mm-hmm. And say, no, 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 I really want this. I really need you. I got to move forward with this. I got to make something happen, right? But to answer your question on, you know, getting focused on you is remember people don't hire you for what you do. They hire you for why you do it. It's the old Simon Sinek thought process, right? So think about very uh, matter-of-factly of why you got in the coaching game in the first place. Why did you decide this was going to be your role? This was going to be your thing. This is what you're going to do and stay true to that, right? Because if you take on clients that, that don't fit that model, you're doing them a disservice and you're doing your business a disservice. I truly am one of those universal guys that believe that whatever you put out the universe comes back to you. So if you bring on clap, crap clients that you can't actually help, it's actually hurting your business more than you might think because now we're psychologically playing a whole other game that we don't want to be playing in the first place. So the more focused you can get on your clients that you, that you can actually help and work with, the better off your business is going to be as a whole, right? And so quit shotgunning the marketplace and going after everybody, like you said, for the heartbeat and get very laser focused on, I can help these very specific matter of fact type of individuals so you can go grow a successful business and you both win then and get stronger and better company that way. Good. So I wonder if that's what you meant when you said there's people in your pipeline that shouldn't be in your pipeline. You said that yep. just a little bit ago. Yep. Yep. And it's true is, is most of the clients that I get, one of the first exercises we'll do is we'll sit down and we'll look at their pipeline and no kidding, we'll clean out 90% of it. And the reason being is people like to look at all the crap in their pipeline and they, and they were like, oh, I'm working hard. I'm doing all that. Well, the, the truth is, is you go through that pipeline. They have no next steps with the clients, right? These are people they haven't talked to in months. They said, call me back, you know, the end of the year, this, that, and the other. And when they have this full pipeline, mentally they're thinking, Ooh, I got a lot of stuff coming in so I can slow down. Well, when we go in and we actually start having some real conversations and we clean up that pipeline, now they're at that holy crap moment because they realize they've been sitting on a lot of crap for a long time. So now it's time. Now we got to kick up the game again. Now we got to get after it a little bit more. And now we got to work harder. But with that full pipeline, you have that crazy subconscious game going on of I'm doing all the right things when you're really not, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're not focused on growing your business. And that's That's why most people have these full pipelines of crap because they feel better about them. It makes them feel better that they are actually doing the right things moving forward. It feels like they're getting a return on their investment, but they're really not. And what I will often say is that a client is not a client until they have signed the agreement, written you the check. I mean, until you actually have income from that client, it doesn't matter if they say, I'll call you next week or, I mean, until they're a client, they're not a client. So what are you doing? to kind of connect with the people who truly need you and who truly resonate with your message and that you can bring value to and are signing those checks. Right, right. Uh, yeah, a sale's not a sale until the check's cleared to bank is what we've always said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What else do you find to be helpful from your years of experience in, in creating sales and successful sales that might be transferable to coaches who are trying to create a business for themselves. No, I love it. The the best thing that I can tell you is be authentic. You know, it's really funny is back when I uh, did sales training, which I did for the last six and a half years, I would a lot of times go do ride-alongs with my clients and I'd go as the sales guy in training. And it was funny because I wanted to see what it was like to them see them in real action. You know, you can do role plays in classrooms and all kinds of stuff, but I want to go see real action. So it'd be funny is I'd be riding along with a client. And while riding with them, we'd have this great, very relaxed conversation and everything would be very fun, cordial. 
And then we get to the, the prospect's place. As soon as the car door opened, they would completely change. And they would almost become this completely different character. It's Put like, on a whole different persona. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. And, that, and their authentic self would go out the window. Yeah, yeah they'd go out the window, right? It's like, like they got to be somebody else. So, so coaches out there, I mean, be authentic. People want to buy genuine people. I mean, think about it when you buy something, right? You, you, however you deal with a salesperson, and whatever you're looking for in a salesperson is usually what other people are looking for in a salesperson. They want that genuine. They want that real. They want that authentic conversation, not a mask, not a persona of some sort. So the biggest thing I can tell you is, you know, as always, get consistent because consistency creates sales, period. But go be real. Go be authentic. Go have real conversations with people. Be willing to walk away from the bad deals, right? And hire a coach. <laughs> At the end of the day, guys, if you're in a coaching business and you don't have coaches, you're doing it wrong, right? We, all, I mean, the greatest athletes in the world have coaches. You guys tell your clients these stories all the time, but I challenge you, who's your coach? Who are you going to on a regular basis to help you deal with all the crap going on between your ears? You know, so become a product of the product. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and you bring up a good point about the self-talk that we have going on in our head, the head t- trash mm-hmm. that, that can undermine what we're trying to do and the audience will recognize because I've talked about this before. If we're coming from a place of fear or scarcity or overwhelm and we're trying to connect with people, but we're like desperate to get the, the people don't, attract to desperation. So if you can be authentic and if you can truly be about the relationship, it, it creates a whole different, a whole different Absolutely. scheme to work within. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. And I, and I think the going back to even the pipeline, when, when you have an empty pipeline, it's very hard to be authentic, right? Because you've got to pay the bills. You got to buy groceries. You got to do all the things, right? So, so if you really want to be able to have a healthy, authentic voice, constantly be doing things to keep that pipeline as full with real quality stuff, because Look at it. If you have 100,000 people in your pipeline as prospects, you don't have to put on a face. You don't have to put on a persona. You don't have to be somebody else. You can go be real because if you win this deal, you win this deal. If you don't win this deal, it's no big deal. You got 999,000 following it, right? So so it's just like what I used to tell my clients when I did sales training is if filling your pipeline to the capacity will, will eliminate 99.9% of your problems, a lot of them being your own personal story you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. Good. Right. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your experience in in working with many people who are who are making sales for a living. They're the ones that are what what did you say kill you eat what you kill? Yes. <laughs> um, and as coaches in our own businesses, while we certainly want to bring value and connect our clients with their greatness, there's usually some foundational things that we need to do to be able to to be there and part of that is creating the kind of business that we need so that we can truly meet our clients on that authentic space without fear and reservation and and desperation. Absolutely. So thanks for sharing those tips on how to how to get there. I really appreciate your yeah, time no today. Uh, the one more real quick thing is, yeah. is, is look at the pools you're swimming in as well. I think a lot of people are swimming in the kiddie pools versus going to where their their phenomenal clients would actually be, right? So so if you look at where you're hanging out, if your ideal client is not in that room, get out of the damn room, right? And go where where the people you're trying to get to that you can actually help, right? Go get where they are. 
So, so in some of that, where, where might people, when you're looking for your ideal client, where are the big pools in your life? You know, what I find is I love being around entrepreneur organizations where there's a lot of entrepreneurs going because those people tend to be higher energy and already into some sort of self-development world. I look for the private associations, right? Because you get a different level of people in there. But I also, as I look at the events, because I want more of your C-level executives, especially when it comes to coaches or anybody else, remember that CEOs go to breakfast, middle management goes to lunch, and salespeople go to after hours. So if you know your targets, the CEOs, this, that, and the other, man, get to the breakfasts, right? That's where they're going to be at. But but get out of your mainstream where most people spend their time is in the, the big functions, uh, the small networking groups. Those are all nice. Right, but but get into the more bigger, the more private events and venues. Go join the private clubs in your area. Go, I mean, go golfing in the, in particular areas if you know those type of people are, are your clientele. Go be where they are, and if you know if you have the retailers, go be where the retailers are. Just wherever your audience is, find yourself in that marketplace. Yeah. One real quick story on that. So. I had a guy that I was coaching for a while and he was selling life insurance and he wasn't doing very well at it. So I said, okay, what was your passion growing up? And he said, racing go-karts. I said, okay, that's interesting. What do you mean by racing go-karts? And he goes, well, seriously, it's like NASCAR. I mean, these go-karts go to 60 miles an hour, you get full sponsorships. I'm like, it's crazy. It's a go-kart. And I said, so why don't you do that? He goes, well, there's no money unless you're in the top of your game. I said, okay, but it sounds like something you'd really want to do. And he goes, absolutely. I said, how many people go to one of these go-kart races? He goes, I don't know, thousands of people show up. And I said, probably none of them need life insurance. And he looked at me and he goes, I hate you. <laughs> and I said, well, that's the truth is, is if you have a fun passion, some sort of hobby that just gets your rocks off and that's your thing, man, go be in that marketplace. So he did. He went and he got into the to the go-karts. Back and all into that. his passion. Yes. <laughs> right. And now he's got a ton of clients. He's actually racing go-karts. He's got sponsors and he's kicking butt and taking names all because he got back into where his people were, his tribe was, you know, and got around people that, that were all chasing. So, you know, the, the, the story changes because mm-hmm. now you can walk up to somebody in his world and say, dude, that's a really cool go-kart. And now you're into a conversation about go-karts, which inevitably leads to the great question you know, what do you do for a living? Oh, right. I do, right? And it's not like people who are driving go-karts around at 60 miles an hour don't need life insurance. So right. Actually, exactly yeah. right. <laughs> talk about a prime audience. Right. That's a great right. story. Right. That's right. a great story. Well, I really appreciate your energy and your focus today and for coming yeah, and spending time on. with us. Yeah, no, absolutely. I really, really appreciate having me on. I love doing these and getting to meet all these fun people. And I will have information about Donnie on the Star Coach resource page. So if you want to connect, you'll know how to get, to get a hold of him. Thanks, Good. Donnie. Real, really, really quick. Yes. My ebook's out. So, so my ebook is out that you can get a free download on my website. And it's called That's Not How You Journal, Jackass. And that's just because it's advice I got from my coach. Uh, okay. So go check it out. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. And we'll connect you with that link as well. Thanks, Donnie. All right. Thanks, son. Sometimes it is so good to be reminded again of things such as the importance of consistency and building awareness and stretching into discomfort by doing things that might scare you yet take you to that next level. So I want to thank Donnie Bovine for joining us today and sharing those perspectives from his sales experience. 
If you'd like to know more about Donnie Bovine or to access his free ebook, go to our resource page at starcoachshow.com. While you're there, you will want to sign up for our ongoing book giveaway and check out our membership site. So as we draw to a close of the year, I would ask if you are enjoying the show Please let other people know about the show. Share with people who might get value from our experts. And one way to do that is to leave a rate and review on iTunes because that increases the visibility of the show. So I want to take just a moment to once again thank all of you for being a part of the show. I want to let you know that we're starting 2018 with a fabulous show. Louisa Jewell is joining us. She will be talking about her book, Wire Your Brain for Confidence, The Science of Conquering Self-Doubt. It's really powerful stuff. She gives a wonderful interview, and I look forward to sharing that with you at the start of 2018. So until next week, Please have a safe, happy holiday. Here's to your coaching success. We'll see you next week.